Now this is a story all about how I chopped all my hair off. I did. And I'm going to tell you why and how it went. But before I do, you are listening to the Growth Thoughts Podcast, where I share the real and raw thoughts that go through my brain as I build and grow my business. If you're wondering who I am, my name is Shadia Janssen. I am hailing to you from the beautiful Paradise Island of Curacao. And I am a freedom alchemist. I help women primarily create freedom in all aspects of their life by challenging the norm. And I'm getting clearer and clearer on all these things as I go along. Because if you didn't know, I moved from being an intuitive business coach to what I just said. (laughs) So let me start from the very beginning. As a black person, I grew up with hair, pretty nice hair, I would say, actually really beautiful hair my whole life. But it was always a challenge, always a, we need to comb through your hair, um, come sit down, it's a process. Sometimes I didn't even like how it looked, all that stuff. So I can't tell you exactly when, what I remember is around nine, 10 ish. I started just doing it myself. And that meant, that it became even more of a mess dealing with my hair because I didn't really know what I was doing. I was really young and I couldn't really comb through all of it. So at some point my mom was like, you have too much hair, it's not manageable. So let's go to the salon and try to cut off the middle (laughs) so that you stay with only the outer edges and then You know, the hair is not as much. It's a crazy idea, but it also makes sense in my brain. (laughs) So I went to the salon. My mom's like, cut off the middle. (laughs) And the lady was like, that's a crazy idea. No, we're not going to do that. Um, If the hair is too much to manage, why don't we relax it or perm, but not the curly perm, the straight perm type of thing. Um... So my mom was like, okay, so I relaxed my hair. I got long straight hair from that moment on and everybody loved it. I liked it too, except I hated caring for it because in order to actually get it straight, I had to blow dry it at that time. And later I got introduced to straighteners. And so I started doing that, but oh. It's either I went to the salon and waited and waited. I do not like salon. I do not like salon talk. I do not like sitting. I don't like the heat. Even if it's in air conditioning, I don't like it. I don't like the smell of burning hair. I do not like sitting under the blow dryer. I don't like any of it. Um, So eventually I was like, I'm not going to the salon anymore. So I started doing my own hair again. See the pattern here? I always end up doing my own thing. Um, so that's how it went. I went to missions. I traveled around the world and just like did my own thing with my hair along the way. 
It wasn't necessarily healthy, but it wasn't necessarily bad either. And then eventually, I think around 2006, 2007, I started growing, I started going natural. I was like, I'm done with this stuff. And I also looked up on YouTube and there were these people doing no poo, which means you only wash your hair with water. And so I did that for a couple of years. <laughs> Not a good idea for black hair, honestly. Um, it ended up being a hot mess. Then in 2019, I cut off a majority of the permed, relaxed hair. Um, and then I started taking care of it. Not necessarily enjoying it, but I took care of it. And that brings us to the now. Earlier, was it this year or last year? Jada Pinkett Smith cut off all of her hair. And <clears throat> by now we know it's because of alopecia and all that stuff, but I really liked it. I was like, she looks dope, you know? Then she had a Red Table talk that was all about people cutting their hair off. And I was like, how cool. I would love to do that, but I don't dare do it. Like, I'm too afraid to do that. And then fast forward, I, it kept, it stayed in the back of my mind the whole time. I was like, if I ever have enough courage, I will actually cut off all my hair. So it stayed in the back of my head. Fast forward to about two weeks ago. I watched the movie Napoli Ever After with Sanaa Lathan, the girl from Love and Basketball, one of my favorite movies of all time. So in Napoli Ever After, you know, she talks about the pressures on hair, especially black hair, to look perfect and to look beautiful and to look this and people do all sorts of things with their hair in order to do that and long and straight is quote-unquote the most beautiful and that means by the way and I've experienced this too with my relaxed hair is you can't go in rain because then it won't stay straightened you can't go into much humidity it's really hard to do sports it's very uncomfortable and also during that movie I started thinking more and more about my emotional journey with hair like I remember growing up at some point, I was saying something about I'm tired of my hair or I didn't want to go to the salon again or something. I was complaining about something. And my dad straight up looked at me and he was like, men like straight, long hair. If you do anything with it, they won't like you. And now that I think about that, it might have been when I said I was going to get dreadlocks, which was a huge argument in my household. Um... So I stayed with that, right? If I wanted a man, I needed long hair. And I vowed never ever to cut my hair because I wanted to look pretty and I wanted to be beautiful and I wanted to keep a man or have a man, depending on which part of my life you are telling the story. <laughs> um, and so <clears throat> that was in the back of my head the whole time. That was what was going on. And so when I watched that movie, I was like, do I really think I'm not beautiful without my hair? Am I less than without my hair? And I will never know. 
I will never know what I look like without my hair. I will never know anything about the shape of my head, none of that, without doing it. And so it was very fearful, very scary. Um, I had a talk with my partner. We had a few talks about it. I started watching videos of women shaving their heads or buzzing their head. And I started to realize why it was important. First of all, this came right after watching the movie, was I realized that I'm growing so much in my business right now. It's, I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of the people that are signing up. I'm so proud of my clients, the way that they're growing and all of that stuff. Like I'm beyond grateful right now, beyond. Um, and I was like, I'm growing in so many ways. But I realized one important thing is in order, what has caused so much growth and what I know I need to do in order to continue growing is to trust myself, to take leaps of faith, to be comfortable in the void, be comfortable not knowing, that type of stuff. And taking leaps of faith is an interesting thing because I've always been the one that takes pretty big leaps, but I realize I take them pretty far apart. You know, I'm the girl that chose not to go to university and go to missions instead. And I'm the person that quit my job quite a few times. And I have done cliff jumping, you know, and I've done pretty crazy things when it comes to the leap of faith area. But also I take them pretty far between. It's almost like I needed a long ass time to recover. And what I've realized along my journey is with the inner healing that I've done, with the nervous system regulation that I've learned to do, especially through breath work, is I'm able to handle big leaps in a shorter period of time. And I believe that in order to grow, you just got to be ready and able and willing to handle more, right? I'm always fascinated when I hear Tony Robbins say, I don't know if he still says it because I haven't listened to him in a really long time, but he used to say something and I've heard him say many times that he has X amount of businesses. I think it was 11 different businesses that he runs. What are the chances that something is going wrong right now with all the employees, all the, all the businesses, all of it, right? When you are growing, it's just more that you have to handle, more problems to be solved, more people to deal with, whether that's clients or employees or contractors, whatever they are, there's just more, right? Catherine Zinkina says, you won't, your problems getting richer or having more money or having more growth, whatever, doesn't mean that your problems will go away. It just means that you'll have better problems. And so with that knowledge, I realized, you know, one of the ways that I can get even more comfortable with taking a big leap is to buzz my head off, buzz my hair off. I keep saying head, my hair off. <laughs> and I was like, that is one of the things that makes me the most uncomfortable. 
And so I realized that I was going to do it, right? I prepared myself. I was going to push myself to do it, like kind of force myself to do it. And then I realized that wasn't the best way of going about it. Like I was an emotional wreck trying to do it. And so I calmed myself down a little bit. And then one day my partner was asking me, he was like, so, okay, you want to do it. You're sure you want to do it. When do you want to do it? And I had the crazy idea. I was like, why don't I ask my hair? <laughs> so I put my hair in front of my face. He started laughing. And I was like, hair, when do you want to be cut off? And the hair said, Saturday. <laughs> At least that's what I intuitively felt, you know? And so I knew that Saturday was when I was going to do it. It was... Saturday was yesterday as of this recording. So today is the 14th of August, the Raising Canaan premiere, Power Book 3. I'm super excited about that. Yesterday was <laughs> August 13th. This is literally how my brain works. Um, since this is growth thoughts, you know. Um, so yes, August 13th was the date. In my brain, it was just Saturday. And so from Tuesday up until Saturday, I prepared myself. You know, I dealt with my hair. I felt how it felt. I felt the heaviness of it because it's hot out here. And, you know, your hair just makes it hotter. And I just pay attention, you know, to all the stuff I had to do in order to get my hair nice, in order to come out of the house. And all that stuff and I just started kind of both took the time to appreciate my hair and at the same time seeing honestly looking at the benefits of cutting it off and so when Saturday came I knew that what had to happen I parted my hair in eight little pieces braided them all <laughs> um, tied them at the top to make sure that I have that it's not gonna, you know, just fall on the ground and make a huge mess. So I had my eight braids, turned on the camera, told my man to be in the room, and I cut the first part. And it was scary, but it was also, it also felt right. And he got excited. <laughs> he cut off a few for me too. He was like, I wanna be a part of this. So he did it. Um, and when it was all done, I felt normal. It was interesting because I was like, I just cut off my, all my hair and I thought this was gonna be crazy, you know? Putting the scissor to the first braid in order to chop it off felt uncomfortable. <clears throat> but it was also okay, right? As soon as the first one was off, obviously there was no turning back because there was, you know, <laughs> one eighth of my hair was gone. <laughs> but it also felt so easy to continue cutting. And when I looked at myself, and when I looked at myself, it looked, I looked normal. I looked beautiful. I loved how I looked. And so, 
I thought to myself, why did it, one, why did I make such a big deal out of it? And two, why do other people make such a big deal out of it? And I say that with caution because I understand it all. Obviously, I made a big deal out of it. But I looked gorgeous. And then the same feelings came up again because the plan was to cut it all off at home and then go to a barber and for them to buzz it off, right? And then all the same feelings came back again because it's like, I look beautiful with short hair. So if I look beautiful with short hair and I know right now that this is guaranteed, right? Why would I mess it up and go buzz it off when I know when I don't know what it will look like? And it's that uncertainty again, you know? And obviously, I already prepared myself, so I did go and I did do it. And at first, it felt beautiful. Then it felt uncomfortable. And it was scary for me to tell my family and I did, and everyone was okay with it. And then I started loving it, you know, feeling it, putting my, being able to feel the breeze through my scalp, being able to put my hair, when I put my head back in the car, it actually touches <laughs> the car seat, you know? There's not like a lot of things between myself and the car seat. And when I'm on the bed, I love to, um put my hair against the against the wall you know like kind of like go boom and usually my hair is there to protect it like an airbag it wasn't there so i kind of hit my head and i felt lighter like so much lighter almost like i wanted to fall asleep after a massage you know that feeling of Kind of just feeling a little bit spaced out. I felt that way. I went to rest. Then I got back up. It was just a complete journey. But I would say that for most of it, it felt good. And I went to sleep last night just feeling on top of the world. Feeling so, so proud of myself. So in love with myself. I looked at myself completely naked and I could focus on all aspects of my body versus kind of having the distraction of hair. I always admired my hair. I always thought it was really beautiful. And so I always thought my face was very beautiful too. And so I focused on that for a really long time. And this year I've been focusing more on appreciating all parts of my body, all, all the curves, all the, the stretch marks, all the love handles, all the boobies, all of it. And now it's just amazing to see how all this growth has been happening. And so I'm in love with myself.
I knew it was coming. I knew when I had to, I knew that I had to buzz up my hair. I knew it. It was like an intuitive yes feeling that brings that excitement combined with a fear. So I went for it. But I didn't think that it would feel this freaking good. Now, this week, Amanda Francis shared a post that was interesting. She talked about, you know, um, pumping. She just had a baby, and so she's pumping breast milk, and she was struggling to fill a small bottle. Then she one day woke up and saw an order came in for medium-sized bottles, and she asked her boyfriend, and he was like, yeah, I ordered those because I know that when you look down and you're pumping and you see that it's not filled yet, that you will continue pumping and continue producing. And miraculously enough, the medium-sized bottles are filled at just a same level as the small-sized bottles, which in a medium-sized bottle is more, right? And that would be more, too much for a small-sized bottle. And she said, this post is not about breast milk. It's about everything that's empty shall be made full. So do not be afraid of the emptiness. Do not be afraid of the void. Right? And that stayed with me so freaking hard this week because I knew I was going to cut off my hair. I knew that was scary. And that was a void, you know, that was an empty space. And what was so freaking interesting is last night I passed my, my, my fingers through my hair and I feel that it has grown. And my boyfriend did the same thing. And I was like, do you feel it? He's like, yes, it's grown, but that doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. I cut my hair at around 10.30 in the morning. When we started feeling the growth was like eight o'clock at night, right? It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't be the truth, but it has literally grown. And I feel this morning that it has grown even more, which again, doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing, with growth, when you are growing, you will feel the growth inside of you. But it doesn't mean that other people will see that growth yet. Right? If I show you a picture from yesterday and I show you a picture of today, there's a good chance that you'll say, I don't see any growth. You're making stuff up. But I know that the growth is happening. And it's going to take a while. I don't know how long, but it's going to take a bit before people from the outside can say, oh, your hair has grown. Right? We don't see the little small growth that's happening. And when we talk about that little small growth in life or in business or in any area of our life, if we give up, then we don't actually see the continuation and the exponentiality 
of that growth. I've experienced that same thing with, you know, weight loss journey. I've done that before where I know I've been doing things and I can see, I can not see, I can feel my body smaller. Sometimes I woke up in the morning, I'm like, my thighs are smaller or my belly is smaller, but nobody outside of me would actually see it right away. It takes them a little bit. And so if on the inside of you right now, you feel like you're growing, and people outside of you are not seeing that growth yet, just stick with your growth. Don't stop. Because if you stop, you kill that growth. You just kill it. You know? And don't be afraid of the void. Don't be afraid of the emptiness. There's a lot of talk out there in the coaching industry Honestly, I haven't heard it for a bit, but I know it was very heavy in the beginning of my coaching journey where people will talk about, you need to invest in order to receive more. And I've done that before where I invested because I wanted to receive more, but as much as that's true, that's what happens on the outside. It's not the best. How do I say this? It's not the best energy to be investing from. It's not the best energy to be doing things from. That's like me saying, if you buzz off your hair, you're going to feel great. You're going to fall in love with your body. That's not actually true. You know, it happened for me because that was my intention. That's something that I've been working on. It's something, well, I had to stop that for a minute. Had a little hiccup there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's not true. I've been building up my, I've, you know, I shared my entire journey so far. And that is why things have felt so good. Things have worked out so well along the way, right? And this is not for everyone, right? When you, it's not for everyone to cut off their hair, right? But also when we say, when we talk about the action and say that the action is the thing that got us there, we're completely discarding all the inner work, right? And it's not actually the action. It is the journey up to the action. It is the preparation. It's the intention. It's the belief. It's the intuitive guidance. It is all of that combined that has made this hair situation such an amazing experience. Had somebody taken me hostage, quote unquote, for example, right? Taken me hostage and buzzed off all my hair. Trust me, I wouldn't be feeling this good about it. So it's not the action, just like it's not the strategy. It's not the tactic. It's not the how. It's the why. And it's the inner work that automatically 
leads to the how. And so on a small scale, which is the scale that I've shared my hair journey, still a big scale, but it's only been focused on hair. On that scale, it's, you know, just hair. But even on a bigger scale, you know, I know that this fits into my business journey. It fits into my self-love journey. It fits into my financial journey. It fits into all the journeys that I'm trying to grow in. It fits into my legacy journey, which is, you know, something that I've been talking about and hinting on because I'm about to release a legacy program. It fits into all that. And it's part of the how of me achieving all the intentions, all the goals, all the dreams that I have for myself. But it doesn't mean that it is your how. And it doesn't mean that it's everybody else's how. This is just my journey. So this is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love to hear what you thought, anything that came up for you. So feel free to hit me up on the socials. I'm at Heyshadia on Instagram. I am at Heyshadia on Facebook, but that's my page. Feel free to message me privately on my profile. I actually like that better. Um, but if you want to do the business page, that's okay. Or if you want to send me an email, feel free to do it at hello at heyshadia.com. All right, that's it for this episode. My hair buzzing journey and oh, oh, oh. And if you want to see pictures, if you want to see pictures, I'm releasing the pictures tomorrow. So I'm actually going to release the pictures 24 hours after I release this podcast episode. So the pictures are coming and see you around. Much love to you. Peace out and bye-bye.